Welcome, welcome, welcome to Basketball Heads Live. I'm your host, Glenn Poole Harding. And tonight, we are discussing and celebrating the amazing week from Jaquan J.C. Carlos. You know, the Thomas Jefferson star. And we also want to give a big salute to Brooklyn Collegiate star, Teron Allen, for his amazing job during the week as well. Hey, it's going to be a crazy show, so sit back and enjoy. All right? Let's start the show. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? ready? Yes. 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 You have you just stepped into, into, into the world, world of chaos. chaos. Where everybody, everybody goes, goes hard. hard. I'm just here to give big salute to my guy, Jaquan Carlos, for his amazing week, man. Oh, man. Listen, if you guys haven't known what was going on, or you guys, you know, been under a rock, he's been killing. I'm talking about just putting on the show 51, 73, 92, and 90. Crazy. Crazy. And then, to top it off, my guy Teron Allen from Brooklyn Collegiate came in and had 73 with a triple-double. Crazy. Crazy. I think it was a quadruple-double. 73, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 10 steals. Absolutely bonkers. Now, you know, we could talk about who they played against, the competition. I don't want to hear none of that, all right? How many of us have played against weak competition and said, today, I'm going to get 30 and don't get 30? Well, I'm going to get 40. I'm going to get 50 on these guys and really don't reach it. You may get 44, 49, 47. Now, there have been many of players that have scored 50 and 60 points. We're not saying that. Right? But then again, you know, they weren't put in a situation like these kids had to go through. This traumatizing moment that they had to go through. I think we forgot about that. I think we forgot about kids thinking about their future. And having their future put on hold because there was no season. I could imagine being one of those kids sitting back knowing that I put in all that work and watched all my friends do the same thing I did to move on and go to college. And I might not have that chance. Let that sink in. Now that it's sunk in, you understand. A six-game season, 
They didn't even know when they was going to play. Remember, we did a show before we talked about they was going to have a schedule handed out to them on the 15th. Never happened. They got it on the 21st of May. That Friday. Then was forced to play against teams they never even played against before. So I can just imagine they're looking at the schedule like, for real? We got to play against them? Why? Why are we not playing against our regular competition that we did in the past? So we can go out with a bang. Now, I'm thinking, you know, I'm a high school coach. And I played the game. So I'm thinking on both sides, right? My kids may be shortchanged. There's some kids on my squad that may have scholarships. There might be a kid on my team that don't have a scholarship. Or my star player may be going into his next level of competition having some questions about his game. We don't know what's going on and what's the dynamics. But I'm going to tell you one thing. I know if I was Bud, I'm sitting down telling my players, we're going to go out with a bang. I'm telling my star player, Jaquan Carlos, it was out of my hands. But what you could do with these last six games, you could make it memorable. You could do something that years from now, you can sit back and say, you know what? During those years of the pandemic, when my high school career was almost threatened for me not to finish I put on a scoring exhibition during the whole week that may never be matched again so we're saying that let's do this and give my guy a round of applause for all that he did We're going to do that. Salute, JC. Now, this is not to knock anybody who made a comment. There was a lot of comments down. How does this team feel about it? Where was this? How many assists did he have? Listen, we do so much questioning, so much investigating on ourselves, we don't give each other our flowers because we want to investigate to see whether they're worthy of getting their flowers. I'm going to keep it 100. The highest I ever scored in the game was 54. I think I missed like two shots, and I still only had 54. I went into the game saying, I'm going to hit 40 today because I felt hot. I got 54. It wasn't 73 or 90 or 92. I was far short of that. Now, if you scored more than 60 points in four games in a row, come on and holler at me. I'm here. Let's talk. I want to hear about it. 
I want to hear the details. I want to know how you felt in that moment during that week of having 60, 65, 70, and 80. If you did that, holler at me. Now, on that same note, my guy Tooth over at Brooklyn Collegiate, he slid me some. He said, yo, G, kudos to what Jaquan Carlos is doing at Jefferson. But my guy tonight, 73, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 10 steals. I'm going, yo, this is crazy. Now, again. The competition probably wasn't on the same level. But listen, we all put on our shorts and, you know, string up our sneakers and we go out there to play. Is it my fault that my guy is scoring so many points? It's like we get this, this participation, too many participation trophies. That's for somewhere else. High school basketball in New York City, mano, mano. Once you get on that court, you got to hold your own no matter what level. Now, if the PSCL put those games together, we got to go out there and play as if we playing somebody on our level. Because what would the news be if we heard that Jaquan got 50 dropped on him, Jefferson lost, or they got blown out by a school we never heard of? What would have been the talk then? Yo, Black, what's up, Black? Let's talk. You scared to come on? It's your time now. We can talk about it. What's up? I love the comment, fam. And it's not to come at anybody who made these comments about the young guy. I loved it. I love it. I'm just saying, instead of investigating, we should just be putting our flowers and saying, damn, young man, incredible job. What would, he, what would be his memories in a six-game season during his senior year, what are you going to remember? How so many people got sick and they passed away and they died? That's going to be your only memories? That's what we want these young kids to remember? We want them to remember the trauma? Facts. Facts. Yes. BG is so real, man. Like this, this is continuous. This is like, I just look at it as if I'm in that situation. Here I'm one of the top players in the state, and I can't even play my senior season. I get to watch college guys play on TV. I get to watch the pros play on TV, but yet I can't play. I could just imagine what those kids was feeling. It's sad what the PSL has done. But then, you know what our kids do? They took the water and they made lemonade. They took those grapes and they made wine. That's what they did. So now, when he's in college and he's sitting back, thinking about his senior year, and he had other guys from other states talking about their senior year and what they did. He said, you know what? <laughs> In four games, I averaged like 80 points. 
Tyrone could say, I had 73. 10 steals, 10 assists. 10 rebounds. No matter what the competition level. Facts. Facts. Yo, BG, you can come on if you want. You can come on if you want. I'd love to hear your commentary. Yo, 100%. 100%. I, 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 had, I had put a... Uh, hold on, let me turn the TV out. I had put a post up yesterday about it. And, um, you know, the thing that hurt me is that, you know, people, a lot of times, we, as a... Uh, I'm an advocate. I'm a youth advocate first. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm about the youth. You know what I'm saying? Everything I do in my life, I devoted, I dedicated my life to the youth. That's my work. You know what I'm saying? Which is not work because I love it. Um, but I think a lot of times people misconstrue um, our work. And they think that when people voice an opinion, they make it towards that is hate instead of it being words to digest and to uh and to um you know to understand you know what i mean i worked with these kids all year you know Sharon Allen, randy crosby um they, they were the part of our academy be great out there way at academy all pandemic when they coaches couldn't even get them in the gym i had them in the gym when they when they parents couldn't get them in the gym we had we gave them the service that gym to work out and get better mentally physically and you know, to mentor them outside of this basketball. So, salute to them. You know what I mean? It's, it's amazing when somebody can conquer those things, especially when you never achieved that. Um, you know, those, those are things that, those are things that, you know, you ever, those are things that you always will, will remember, right? Yeah. Um, so, again, I, I'm not going to revisit what I said, but I just want people to understand that we have to understand that we have to do better at preparing our kids for the next steps of their lives and preparing them for the next level versus being content with mediocrity. You know what I mean? And, and not saying you, you don't take away nobody's performance, you don't take away what nobody does. But when, you, when you're trying to get to the next level, there's a next level of training. There's a next level of preparation. There's a next level, next level of maturity that has to be brought to the table. And until you develop that, and until you have that in your resume, you will not, you won't understand it. You know, I have over 100 plus kids that I took to college for free. I have, I have over 20 plus guys that played pro basketball through my tutelage and do what I've done. So I never wanted what I said for guys to take it and misconstrue it as I was taken away from the kids. But I always want people to understand that you can't always look at things through the lens. You got to see things beyond the lens. You know what I'm saying? And we have to make sure that we holding the powers that be accountable for our kids' success. Because two, three years from now, you have to, you have, you want to come back and revisit these conversations, these things that happen. And you might say to yourself, well, damn, were those kids challenged? Were those kids put in position to strive for more and be better and be greater? Um, and that's all, man. You know what I mean?
Yeah, but the, uh, and I say this too, right? The kids was put in those situations. The coaches don't make their schedules. Right. And, and, right? And, and, and I think and I think those coaches did a good job. Like at the end of the day, you want to give those kids a season, right? But some some certain coaches chose not to. So I'm sure chose not to have a season. You know, Wings Academy chose not to have a season. Boys and girls chose not to have a season because of those things. Because the PSAL didn't allow the best of the best to really compete against each other. You understand what I'm saying? And for them to ultimately play for something. You know what I mean? Because those kids should have had a chance to play for a championship. The year before that, when the pandemic happened, we was in St. John's dancing. I'm, I'm one of them. I coached at Kanawhi High School. We was there at the Elite Eight, getting ready to dance, and, and those kids got that taken away from them. So again, it was never it was never to take away from a kid's accomplishment. It was always to it was always to uplift the kids of what they're doing. But if, if we settle for mediocrity and we don't challenge ourselves to do more and challenge the PSAL to do more, who what are we doing? But if you look at it, have it. More than three quarters of the PSAL kids don't go to college. More than three quarters of the PSAL kids don't go to four year four year universities. Most of the PSAL kids don't graduate. That play PSAL basketball. So people want to say why why not talk about this and not talk about that? But one thing goes with the other. It's hand in hand. It's hand in hand. So at the at the at the very at the very most the minimum. You have to be able to talk about the ugly when you when you glorify the good. You understand what I'm saying? Oh no, I, I get that, I get that. But I, like I said, I'm a protector of kids. No, for sure, like, you all are. You know, we work with kids for the longest, man. Right? So I, when I when I see those things, more when I see more of the questioning than of the celebration, then I have to say to myself, "Wow, where's this coming from?" Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's, it's important for us to, to stick behind our kids because, as we can see, the PSL don't give a flat, right? The PSL don't give a flat. I'm going to go a take that and eat it. I'm going to give you a step further. Some of the high school coaches don't care nothing about them. When we did our basketball academy, you think one coach reached out to Isaiah Whitehead and his family or myself? And, and, and said and volunteered to, 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 to offer their services to help us, whether physically, financially, or mentally, to mentor these kids. Nobody did that. So I, I, I commend I commend everything about that. I celebrate all of those things. Those kids, again, are our kids. Those kids came out of our academy. Those kids, we, we sat there, cried, mentored, talked, yelled at, cursed at, screamed at, those kids when they had nothing. When those kids ain't have when those kids ain't have a gym to go to. And a so lot again, of them, you know, when you talk to them and it's like, yo, coach, that last year traumatized me. Yeah. And, and you start to hear these kids use those words. And I'm saying to myself, that I didn't even think about it like that. Like from that perspective. All the stuff that they saw, experienced, family members having their childhood robbed a little bit. Yeah, it's, we have it's, no idea what, what they went through. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and, it's, and and I think basketball saves lives, right? We, we say that yeah. we say that so, you know, so kind of so kind of nonchalant. 
without understanding that it, it goes beyond just saving lives on, on a gun violence or a physical, right? But mentally, basketball puts you in a space to where it saves you from all of the things that you're going through on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? So you, you have to be you have to be grateful to have basketball. Like, think about summer ball. Think about all the tournaments that's about to happen that just give people a peace of mind to go watch a basketball game for free and, and, and kind of just take away from the daily struggles that they're going through, right? So basketball is, is, is very much bigger than just a game. You know what I mean? And, and, and to have those things celebrated, like you said, we have to do that. We got to get behind. We have to get behind the youth and those kids because if you don't, then you take away, you take away ultimately something that they always wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, um, we didn't have a season, right? And our league that we play in, they, you know, put it off to next year, which is cool. Um, right. So we gave our kids a two-on-two tournament in the school. Yeah. And let me tell you, these guys were so excited. <laughs> it was just like game day. It clicked back. And yeah. me and my God, team, we would just sit back saying, like, they needed this. As Not small sure. as it was, as small as it was, because we play a lot of games, right? But yeah. as small as that little two-on-two tournament was, they appreciated that. I think all these, I think the pandemic made everybody kind of appreciate the game a lot more, you know, on all, on all spectacles, you know, the players, the coaches, the people that run events, you know, I think, I think it, it helped, it helped people realize that, you know, um, it can be taken from you that quick, you know what I'm saying? So, so it's like, don't play around, you know, when you come up, they say don't play around with your fool, you know what I mean? But, um, like, you can't play around, you know, with your fool because, if you play around with your food, you're gonna be hungry. You know what I'm saying? And then and that and that's kinda of where that's kinda of where these kids' mindsets is back at now. And um it's dope, man. It's dope to see, man, you know, um the beauty of basketball being being appreciated and celebrated. And most importantly, what I like, man, and, and, and I love it in New York, is that, you know, these kids are behind each other, you know what I'm saying? It's competitive, but at the same time, they celebrating each other. You know what I mean? I think it's trickling down from the NBA. Um, and, and, and it's good, man, because sometimes I was talking to somebody today, like our peers sometimes don't our peers don't acknowledge each other enough. You know, right. if I'm your brother yeah. if I'm your brother and I and I'm basketball head's brother and we support each other, I should be able to tell you, man, yo, you're doing a good job. You know what I'm saying? Keep up the good work, man. Like that last interview you did was great. Like people don't understand what those words sometimes do. Or carry or carry over, you know, um, to your ultimate success. Nah, I, I agree with you so much, man. I think a lot of time our ego gets in the way, and a lot of times, you know, when you know who you are as a man, it's easy for you to do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. the, the same way you you always come on and you show love, it's just natural. It's not forced. You do it in real life. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy when you see the balance. And, you know, just on a personal note, fam, like, I saw my guy, Jeffrey, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Low, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see him in person, but I saw him on Facebook, 
And I was excited. I was like, yo, little bro, call me. Whatever, I'm so proud of you. Now, I remember that little guy, you know, coming up in our school from a freshman. Always yeah. We just uh, graduated some kids. They're going to graduate Friday. And just having that moment and seeing those kids. And I guess I was in my feelings today, seeing our kids grow up and what they right. go through, right? And then right. we, we want to celebrate that. No, right. sure. I guess those aren't as close to kids as you and I are. They, they don't understand that. They don't understand they, that. So, so you understand like they don't understand that, you know, and and they don't, they don't, they don't understand that. That's that's our reward. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, like sometimes I tell people, you can't put a price value on the work that we do. You know, sometimes the paychecks we get, you know, aren't my fault about that. But um, yeah. The, uh uh-uh. So the the that's 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 the blessing, like that's that's the reward when you see a kid walk down the aisle and graduate or you see a kid get into accepted to a college, that's that's the reward, man, because our youth are going through a lot, man. A lot of them are getting killed, a lot of them are going to jail, a lot of them, you know, are just dropping out of school. Uh, you know, a lot of them are, you know, having babies where they gotta, you know, take care of their responsibilities. So it's a it's a lot of things that, that are happening to where you gotta you gotta make sure, you know, you, you have you're not too big and too prideful to be emotional, you know, with these kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, because you don't know what tomorrow holds, man. We lost a lot of young men last year, you know, yes. during the pandemic. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. A lot of young men that didn't make it, that didn't see um, you know, the next phase of their life. So it's you have to be you have to be celebrate 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 them. You have to make sure you know, you tell them you love them and care about them. And you have to also give them that tough love. You know what I'm saying? So me, I don't know, maybe I'm from the old school, but, you know, I, I give tough love. You know what I'm saying? Like, all my Act kids. Ask Jeffrey, he'll tell you. Ask Jeffrey, he'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, yeah. To, me, to me, tough love. Now, I tell people, you got to you, you gonna get your sugar sometime, but I got to give you your salt, too. You know what I mean? Because, right. because you got to understand both sides of it, you know, so. Tough love is the best love, man. But like I said, I, I'm sorry and I apologize to everybody, you know, who, who took my words the wrong way. But I commemorate those kids. I celebrate those kids, man. Those kids did something that was never done in the PSAL. And yeah. and they, they should be, you know, acknowledged. Um, PSAL should have something for them, you know, at the end of the school year, you know, where they, where they, where they give them, you know, some type of plaque or something. Because... That's something that, you know, is going to go in the history books. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we had supposed to have uh, my guy, Richie Kosick, on here, one of the directors of the ABCD camp. Um, oh, wow. So, first, uh, uh, technology. So, he's, man, I'm going to have uh, lunch with my coach one day, and I'm going to do the interview that way. But he's oh, a big, sure. big uh, advocate for the PSEL. He's been sending me the updates from the beginning. And this, we're having these small segment shows because he was feeding me a lot of the information, trying to figure out what was going to happen with the PSL. Yeah, right? no, nah, I mean, all like the I said, man. And, like and, I and, said. and it's a guy, and it's crazy, right? Because you talk about all these coaches who have some power and can stand up and have a voice, and it's a man who don't look like us who's fighting for these kids who they don't even know. Like this right. guy in the background, who kids never been met before, don't know has power and uses power and influence to make something happen for 
That's dope. Nah, man, that's, that's huge, man. I think that's a, that's a big, you know, that's a jewel right there that you drop, you know, not for only just, you know, the youth, but for adults, is that you have to rub elbows and shake hands with people, man, because you never know, you know, how they could come back and turn around and be a, a, be a blessing to you, you know, and, and be a resource. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, we, we, go, we go in rooms and we don't let people know who we are or what we do. And, and, and a lot of times opportunities get lost that way because people could just be like, you know, they could just walk right by you. And, and, and you never know, you never know how that person could affect your life or maybe not your life, but affect people that you know and help them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's another thing, man, as, as New Yorkers, man, we, we got to do better at stop being so unapproachable, man. You know, I'll tell people, man, just make yourself approachable to where people don't feel like, you know, they, they, they don't, they bother you or, you know, it's, it feels weird or awkward, you know, trying to introduce themselves to you. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we all need help. You know what I mean? We, we can be one-man armies. We can be self-made. But at the end of the day, you're going to need help. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, for It's going to come a time where you're going to need help. Right about that. My guy, too, picked me up, right? <clears throat> he said, uh, yo, G, Post this, our guy Tehran, just went off. Now, let me tell y'all a little something about Tehran. He probably can tell us a little bit more, because you're a little personal man. <clears throat> Tehran came in uh, with a lot of notoriety, right? And then the pandemic happened, and then people kind of fell back on him. And, you know, as a kid, you kind of figured out, damn, what, is it me? Like, did my game switch up? What's the problem? What's going on? Not knowing all the politics that was going on, you know, uh, with that that pool that they had going on in college, uh, with the, the transfer portal, the portal. portal. Yeah. there was a lot going on. Coaches losing their jobs, the pandemic happening, and if that didn't put this kid in the right state of mind, I don't know what that he needed. That he needed mm -hmm. to have a game like that to be like, I'm still too wrong, right? That same workout that you guys, yeah. the same mentoring that you guys been having. And letting them know that he's great. How is he feeling that right now? Nah, for sure. I, I, Teron, Teron is a beautiful kid, man, and he's been talented for a long time. You know, um, he started out the same race, I believe. And then yeah, um, I know him. He's you know, a freshman. I was there. Yeah, yeah. and then, and then so even even coming into, uh, I appreciate you, um, G Money. Um, but he, um, he, uh, you know, he, um. He was that same race, you know, and, and was projected to be one of the top players in New York City, you know, yeah. from young. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he went to uh, Brooklyn Collegiate and made a lot of noise. And I think, you know, himself, Khalil Bradley, um, a lot of those guys, Jaquan Carlos, um, they were going to have breakout. Like, they were going to put a lot of people on notice. It was going to be crazy they, this year. They were already on notice, but they were going to put yes. more people on notice. And then when... Um, the pandemic hit and there wasn't really no AU, people don't even understand that that played a bigger part because you had a lot of colleges that probably were going to watch them during AU as well. So, I mean, the kid, the kid's a stud, bro. Like, he's a 6'4 guard, you know, can shoot the three, gets to the rim, he defends strong, and, 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 and the thing about him is he got toughness and he has an IQ. So, you know, my thing is those are the kids that that we want to see that the PSAL produce, right? Like the Gary Irvin, like 
like the kids that came straight from the PSEL and went to four year colleges and had four year, and had four year careers. That 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 was my thing. Same thing with Jaquan is gonna do. You know what I mean? Jaquan gonna have a, a, a stellar career at Hofstra playing under Speedy Clashing. So it's like you wanna see those stories kind of kind of take fruition and transition because those kids are ready. They're ready right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we don't pump those kids enough. You know, rest in peace to um Tom Kachowski, who used to cover all of the basketball, you know, and, and do and did all of the, you know, scout reports and rankings and all that. But we need we need more people to step up and take care of Phil issues. You know Who's what I'm saying? gonna do that? Yo, we had the discussion. Uh thank you the most high. I was talking about the other day, the power, the power of speaking positive thoughts. We had a, a sit down discussion with Tiny Martin, uh, Ray Haskins, John Johnson, mm. and Rob Hofer about Tom And I thought I lost the footage, and we finally found the footage. So that'll be out soon. But we talked about that. Tiny said, yo, gee, it's crazy that we're here celebrating Tom Kachowski, right? Again, another man who don't look like us, but always fighting to help kids that look like us, right? Who is going to be in that position when we don't even trust each other? Yeah, and and that's and that's and, but that's and that's the thing that I'm saying, bro. You know, family, it's like our own people be so quick to shoot to shoot the next person down when all the person is trying to do is, is do something organic and and and, and to uplift. The basketball culture. You understand what I'm saying? See me, I wear many hats. Like I don't, you know, you can't put one thing on myself, right? But people will take things and try to twist and turn things and not build somebody up, right? Like like Tom was so Tom Bichalski was so much in the back, but he was so powerful. It's somebody like Tippy, right? You take yeah. Tippy. Tippy somebody who don't want no Tippy don't want no credit. But Tippy goes above and beyond for every single kid in New York City. Even if he don't know you. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if he don't know you. And this is and this is a Caucasian man who loves our color people. You understand know what I'm saying? But like you said, who's gonna step up? Who's gonna who's gonna take notice? Big shout out to my big brother Bingo who just shot them man. That's that's one of my mentors. I gotta stop and say, I love Bingo man. I love you man. Thank you for everything you did for me. But we need we need more pioneers and we need more ambassadors to come to the light to, to, to make sure that this thing keeps going. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, and there's no disrespect to the new guys. The new guys are doing a great job. The new guys are, are keeping everything in motion. But you have to be taught, you have to be schooled, you have yeah. to be you have to be uh trained, you have to be properly um prepared to do these things and to be in these roles because if you don't do it, then you're going to come from a biased point and nobody yeah. wants that. So big shout out to Nate Blue. You know, Nate Blue does a great job with his with his rankings and things like that, but we need somebody else that's going to get these kids on a map. That's, that's what we're right. missing. We don't have nobody that's, that's um, that what do you call that, that's documenting and that's, and that's um, collecting his data to get to these coaches. So, so we got the talent. New York City never, not never had the talent. We all, we will have. You can find a kid in the park that's nice. That's how New York is. But 
We have to get the proper people to get the information out there to the right people. I I wanted to collab. I, I tell these young guys, you know, my guy uh at uh uh, Hoop Dreams NYC, you know, my always man. talk to my guy Ron Super for A Game, uh, my guy All Things Hoop, Cal. I said, yo, we got these platforms, man. And listen, I'm not here to step on nobody's toes. I'm not here trying to be famous from nobody, fam. I'm here doing the work that needs to be done. That's all I'm doing, right? right. That's it. Somebody needs to do it. So whatever we need to do, I'm willing to get behind people, whoever's going to do it. I'm going to support you and have a way we can do it to make this better because I think there's been a plan put together to destroy high school. So right. Now, it's, and it's a slow process. Nothing's never quick. It's always slow, right? And when things like this happen, I just sit back and say, okay, what's the I'm next 10 years going to look like? Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give free game, right? And 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 again, I'm 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 almost like a you know, people think I'm young. I'm not young. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been in the game, doing on this side for the last ten to fifteen years. You know what I mean? But we need another time, right? We need a PSAL team camp during the live period where all of these college coaches can come and watch these kids. We need another five star in New York City or ABCD type camp where all of the out top kids in New York City can be showcased. We need these things. These things don't happen anymore. You don't have ABC no more. You don't have the elite five-star camps no more. So who is going to step up and be the person to say, yo, listen, this is a platform for not only you can come in and bring your team, but we can do another one where we take the top 100 kids in New York City and get them to go against each other, like how we did in Five Star, like how we did in Eastern Invitational, like how we did in ABCD. And now you give these kids more lights and more eyes. But I I can't do everything. You know what I'm saying? The powers that be can't do everything. We, we need people that if you say you care and you want to do something, these are things that haven't been done. We don't need any more tournaments. We have enough. We have over too many basketball tournaments. We have too many trainers. We have too many basketball trainers. Who's going to step up and run a camp? Who's going to step up and do these things? So that's my biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, me, I've been all over the place, you know, on, in the basketball culture, you know, trying to do a lot. But there's so much room. And like you said, everybody eats. You know what I mean? Everybody can eat, you know. But we have to have people to take accountability. You know, we say we want to help. But talk is cheap. You know what I mean? We have to put the get put the action to the talk. I, I I'm willing to do that, man. I think we should put our heads together. I got a few ideas in my head, and a few people that uh I I want to bring to the table can make that happen, man. Because uh listen, when that meeting that I put together with those minds that about Tom Kachowski, the conversations that was coming out of there. That wasn't on camera. Crazy. I said, man, if this if this happens, if this can happen, this would be crazy for New York City, right? It'd be so beyond, had, it'd be beyond we crazy. Was, and we was in the game over gym, right? So you got he tiny, big shot to my man Elix. Elix, that's my Ray guy. Haskins. And but those, told, but those is legends, man. And, and I think you know sometimes 
And me, man, I, I'm, I don't know, like I said, I'm old school. But, you know, you got to educate yourself, man. Because sometimes people will see those guys. And I tell my younger guys, man, no, no, do your homework. Like, know, yes. like know, know your history. Because these are guys that have been through the fire and, and came out of the fire still the same way. You understand what I'm saying? And and I think we need more people to go through those guys. Like, don't don't have so much pride to where you don't have a conversation with a Titan. If you're a basketball coach in, in New York City and you haven't reached out to Bingo or Tiny or Bud or, uh, you know, this goes on and on. You know what I'm saying? Bingo, so I need to get you on here, fam. I, I need to get you on here, fam. Definitely. Yeah, you got to get Bingo on there. But, but yeah, man, like, like, like you got to educate yourself. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the gym with Book Richardson every day. And, and I'm in the gym with him every day because I'm learning. It's like it's like going to a, a, a college or a master's. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I know basketball very high. I have a very basketball high IQ. But when you when you could be around somebody that coach at that level, then it's like all you're doing is becoming a sponge, you know, gaining more information. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like our people don't want to do that. You know, we, we, we need we need to take them those protocols. It's just like when you go for a job, right? You don't become the manager right away. You you have to work under under somebody to learn how to become that. And I think that that's where we skip the steps at. You understand what I'm saying? We big shout out to my boy Humble Zai, Zaire Williams, man, Wagner University, PSAL product out of Eagle in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Salute, salute, NEC in the building. Yeah, Wax, man. For sure. But um, I'm an guy. yeah, but Look yeah, down. man, we got we gotta just you know take the right steps, man. About like I tell people, man, it's just the steps of life, man, is is, is simple when when you take the right steps. You know what I mean? So I I, I could be on, we could be on here talking all day, but you know this ain't my interview, man. I just oh, I just want to nah, stop nah, in yo, BG, and um, listen, show brother, love, you know. You, you you know you can pop in anytime. It's <laughs> certain people that that red light be flashing. And I never bring them in a room. <laughs> you don't worry about that, man. Never worry about that. So listen, I'm going to run some scores real quick, right? Because when you look at it and you hear about it, you like, well, who did they play? Thomas Jefferson played Spring Creek. No way in the... I'm not going to say that because that's what... I'm not going to put nobody down. But no way in hell would Bud ever schedule a game against Spring Creek. Right. Maybe a warm-up game, maybe a, a, a scrimmage, maybe if that probably they JV. But what you said it. But you that? said it. Not to cut you off. But you said it right. Right. And, and this was again. I'm a man. I'm a man that I, I I take. I hold myself accountable. And I said some things yesterday that I had to retract back. You know. You and, and I and I love what you said. You can't control who you play. You know what I mean. And at the end of the day, right? Because my thing was. If I'm a coach and I'm playing that team type of team, then I'm preparing my younger guys to to get them better. But I I agree with what you said as far as that's a senior man, like you know what I'm saying. That's somebody who gave you three years of the of the blood, four years of the blood, sweat, and tears. You can't let up. You know what I mean. And again, like you said, you can't control that. You know what I yep. mean. You can't control that. And I just and I, like I said, just a play devil's advocate, I just feel the PSAL, and I know what they were trying to do, because they, they you know they wanted to only play schools in a certain amount of radius, but at the same time, it's just, you know, no, not fair, nobody questioned the ball brothers when they, that's a fact, that's a fact, yeah. 
Right, right. right. So, so it's like, yeah, you know, again, you. again, I'm, I'm always somebody, right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna always come back and say I'm wrong, you know. And like I said, the way my words had got twisted up, I never, I never, you never take away what the kids did. You understand what I'm saying? Because they don't control who they play. You know, yeah. they got, they gonna just go out there and play. And then who? And then in basketball, you're not taught to let it up. You know, you're not taught to let up. You're not taught to you know, take it easy or, you know, take the foot off the gas. You're not taught that. So those kids had to do what they had to do. You understand what I'm saying? And, you and, only and, got six games. We know that we can spread this shit out. We can't spread this out. Right. I right. can't go with my young guys and not let my senior play and let him go into the Division One program, let somebody else bully him and take his – right? He need to go in there with a certain amount of confidence. Right. No, for sure. So, so again, like you said, it's, it's – is 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 man? Is is we have to celebrate them? You know what I mean? Like like you said, is you have to celebrate them, and 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 leave and leave everything else for for another day. You know, I, I, one one of my colleagues told me, you know, and like I said, I I'm always somebody who if I'm wrong, I'm I'm a man up to say I was wrong. You know what I mean? And and it's a time and a place for everything, right? So at that time and that place. It's it's about it's about celebration. It's not about debating on what could have did this, what could have did that, why they didn't do this, why they didn't do that. That's the time and the place is wrong for that. We can talk about that another day. But right now it's time to talk about what these kids did and what they did for New York City because they're from New York City. So we have to. It's, it's kind of almost like we did it, right? It's like yeah. if somebody if somebody you know do something, you feel like you almost did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's about celebration, man. And let's and let's keep man, let's keep these kids man locked in, and let's make sure we keep supporting them, supporting basketball heads, and it's always love, man. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. All right, bro. Always, always. So look, listen. I know my guy, uh, Coach Markham, wouldn't have scheduled a game with Bushwick and be like, okay, we are gonna take this serious, y'all, and we got gonna... that wouldn't happen. PSL scheduled them. And they smacked him 159 to 51. I know if I'm a kid, my senior year, I see Bushwick on the list. Yeah, I'm thinking 50. Yep. Only got four games after this, one game after this, maybe. I got to make all these things count. Can't blame the kids. Can't blame the kids. Can't blame the kids. Wings smack Longwood Prep. 161. Uh, Jay Shane Woodard had 31 points, 20 rebounds. I'm quite sure he was looking to have a good game that night. Look at this close one. Cardoza and Jackson, well, campus magnet, right? We still call it Jackson. 47-40. Tight game. Tight game. Uh, Jalen Simmons, top scorer, 18 points. We go down. Brooklyn Lawn Tech, 93, all-city leadership. Never heard of them. But BK Lawn Prep smacked them. I mean, BK Lawn Tech smacked them, 93 to 42. My young guy, Ja'Kai White, cookie head son, 23, five three-pointers. Jordan Johnson, 12 points, 10 rebounds. K 
kid lives in my building. Gotta show him love. K-Ron Whitehead, 14 points, 10 rebounds. Right? So we we can go on and on, and it's crazy. We we got Mary Bertram beating Sewer Park, 80 to 74. Top scorers, Rashawn Chapel, 25 points, 15 rebounds. Terrence Porter, 15 points, 10 rebounds. Aaron Parker, 10 points, 10 rebounds. These kids are balling. They're letting it all hang out. Listen, like I said earlier, and salute to my God, BG, man. It's always love. And always respect what you do. But as he was saying, we got to start celebrating our kids. No matter what the situation, they're put in these situations and they come out smelling like roses. So I'm going to salute to all the kids in the PSAL, in the Catholic School League, private school, wherever you play. Salute to you. I know you had a short season. I know a lot of things are taken away from you. But hey, you got the summer. Have some fun. Make sure you, you get on your workouts. You'll take your games. Be there early. Be ready to play. And now you understand how serious this game is. Because in life, anything can happen. And it can change like that. So, with saying that, I only give a big salute to my little cousin, Tristan Mann Davis. We gonna work. We definitely gonna work. Got that workout plan for you too. And we gonna put it together. So you stay focused, and hopefully one day we'll be talking about you up here like this. But until then, I'm your host, Glenn Poop Harding, and you've been watching Basketball Heads. So we are the official home for New York City basketball. Peace.